Welcome to the Study His Word podcast, brought to you by Fear and the Faith, where we read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. The Bible is full of great wisdom and stories that we can use to better our Christ-like walk every day. Join us on our mission to get one million people to read the Bible cover to cover. Visit studyhisword.com for more info, resources we have available, upcoming projects, and events. 1 Kings chapter 8. When Solomon assembled the elders of Israel and all of the heads of the tribes, the leaders of the father's house and the people of Israel, before King Solomon in Jerusalem to bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord out of the city of David, which is Zion. And all the men of Israel assembled to King Solomon at the feast of the month of Etham, which is in the seventh month. And all the elders of Israel came and the priests took the ark and they brought up the ark of the Lord, the tent of meeting and all the holy vessels that were at the tent, the priests and all the Levites brought them. And King Solomon and all of the congregation of Israel who had assembled before him were with him before the ark, sacrificing so many sheep and oxen that they could not be counted or numbered. Then the priests brought the ark of the covenant of the Lord to its place in the inner sanctuary of the house in the most holy place underneath the wings of the cherim. For the cherim spread out their wings over the place of the ark so that the cherim overshadowed the ark and its poles. And the poles were so long that the ends of the poles were seen from the holy place before the inner sanctuary. But they could not be seen from the outside. And there, and they are there to this day. There was nothing in the ark except for the two tablets of stone that Moses put there at Harab, and Lord, when the, where the Lord made a covenant with the people of Israel when they came out of the land of Egypt. And when the priests came out of the holy place, a cloud filled the house of the Lord so that the priests could not stand to minister because of the cloud for the glory of the Lord filled the house of the Lord. Wow. And Solomon said, the Lord has said that he would dwell in thick darkness. I've indeed built you an exalted house, a place for you to dwell forever. Then the king turned around and blessed all of the assembly of Israel while all of the assembly of Israel stood. And he said, blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who with his hand has fulfilled what he has promised with the mouth to David, my father, saying, since the day that I brought my people Israel out of Egypt, I chose no city out of the tribes of Israel in which to build a house that my name might be there. But I chose David to be over my people of Israel. Now it was in the heart of David, my father, to build a house for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. But the Lord said to David, my father, whereas it was in your heart to build a house for my name, you did well that it was in your heart. Nevertheless, you shall not build the house, but your son who shall be born to you shall build the house for my name. Now the Lord has fulfilled his promise that he has made. For I've risen in the place of David, my father, and sit on the throne of Israel as the Lord promised. And I've built the house for the name of the Lord the God of Israel. And there I've provided a place for the ark in which is the covenant of the Lord that he made with our fathers and he brought them out of the land of Egypt. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the assembly of Israel and spread out his hands towards heaven and said, O Lord, God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven above or on earth below, keeping your covenant and showing steadfast love in your servants who walk before you with all their heart. You have kept with your servant, David, my father, that you declared to him. You spoke with your mouth and wished your hand have fulfilled it this day. 
Now, therefore, O Lord, God of Israel, keep for your servant David, my father, what you have promised him, saying, You shall not lack a man to sit before me on your throne of Israel. If only your sons play close, pay close attention to their way to walk before me as you have walked before me. Now, therefore, O God of Israel, let your word be confirmed, which you have spoken to your servant, David, my father. But will God indeed dwell on this earth? Behold, heaven and the highest heaven cannot contain you, how much less this house that I have built. Yet have regard to the prayer of your servant and to his plea, O Lord my God, listening to the cry and to the prayer that your servants praise before you this day, that your eyes may be open night and day towards this house, the place which you have said, my name shall be there, that you may listen to the prayer that your servant offers towards this place and listen to the plea of your servant and of the people of Israel when they pray towards this place. And listen in heaven, your dwelling place, when you hear, forgive. If a man sins against his neighbor and is made to take an oath and comes and swears his oath before your altar in this house, then hear in heaven and act and judge your servants, condemning the guilty by bringing the conduct on his own head and vindicting the righteousness by rewarding him according to his righteousness. When your people, Israel, are defeated before you, before the enemy, because they have sinned against you. If they turn again to you and acknowledge your name and pray and plead with you in this house, then hear in heaven and forgive the sin of your people in Israel and bring them to the land that you gave to their fathers. When heaven is shut up and there is no rain because they have sinned against you, if they pray toward this place and acknowledge your name and turn from their sin, when you afflict them, then in heaven and for then hear in heaven and forgive the sin of your servants, your people Israel. When you teach them good way in which they should walk and grant rain upon their land, which you give your people as an inheritance. If there is famine in the land, if there is pestilence or blight or mildew or locust or caterpillar, their enemy besieged them in the land and their gates, whatever plague, whatever sickness there is, whatever plague, whatever plea is made by any man or by all your people of Israel, each knowing the affliction of his own heart, and stretching out his hands towards their this house, and here in heaven your dwelling place, and forgive and act and render to each whose heart you know according to all his ways. For you, only you know the hearts of all the children of mankind, that they may fear all that your days and live in the land that you gave to our fathers. Likewise, when a foreigner who is not of your people Israel comes from a far country for your name's sake, for they shall hear of your great and mighty hand and your outstretched arm, when he comes and Praise towards this house, here in heaven, your dwelling place, and do according for all which the foreigner calls to you, in order that all the peoples of earth may know your name and fear you, as you do your people of Israel, that they may know that this house that I have built is called by your name. If your people go out to battle against the enemy, by whatever way you shall send them, and they shall pray to the Lord towards the city that you have chosen and the house that I have built for your name. Then hear in heaven their prayer and plea and maintain their cause. They sin against you. There is no one who does not sin and you are angry with them. Give them to an enemy so that they are carried away captive to the land of the enemy far off or near. Yet if they turn their heart to the land for which they have been carried captive and repent and plead with you and land of their cap captors saying, we have sinned and they have acted perversely and wickedly. They repent with all of their mind and all of their heart in the land of their enemies who carried them captive and pray to you towards their land, which you have given their fathers, the city which you have chosen, and the house that I have built for your name. 
Then hear in heaven your dwelling place, their prayer and their plea, and maintain their cause. Forgive your people who have sinned against you and all their transgressions which they have committed against you. And grant them compassion in the sight of those who carried them captive, for they may have compassion on them. For they are your people, your heritage, which you brought out of Egypt in the midst of the iron furnace. Let your eyes be opened to the plea of your servant and to the plea of your people Israel, giving ear to them whenever they call you. For you separated them from among all the people of earth to be your heritage, as you declared through Moses, your servant, when you brought our fathers out of Egypt, O Lord God. Now, as Solomon finished offering all this prayer and plea to the Lord, he arose from before the altar of the Lord, where he had knelt with his hands outstretched towards heaven. He stood and blessed all of the assembly of Israel with a loud voice, saying, Blessed be the Lord who has given rest to his people of Israel according to all that he has promised. Not one word has failed all of his good promise, which he spoke by Moses, his servant. The Lord our God be with us as he was with our fathers. May he not leave us or forsake us, that he may incline our hearts to him to walk in all his ways and keep his commandments, his statutes, his rules, which he commanded our fathers. Let these words of mine, which I have pleaded before the Lord, be near to the Lord our God day and night, that he may maintain the cause of his servant and the cause of the people of Israel as each day requires, that all the peoples of the earth may know that the Lord is God, there is no other. Let your heart therefore be wholly true to the Lord our God, walking as his, in his statutes and keeping his commandments at this day. Then the king and all of Israel with him offered sacrifice before the Lord. Solomon offered as his peace offerings to the Lord 22,000 oxen, 120,000 sheep, so that all the king and all the people of Israel dedicated to the house of the Lord. The same day the king consecrated the middle of the court that was before the house of the Lord, for he offered and burnt offering and the grain offering and the fat pieces of the peace offerings. Because the bronze altar that was before the Lord was too small to receive the burnt offering and the grain offering and the fat pieces and the peace offerings. So Solomon held the feast at that time and all of Israel with him, a great assembly from Lebohamath to the brook of Egypt before the Lord our God seven days. On the eighth day, he sent the people away and they blessed the king and went to their homes joyful and glad of heart for all the goodness that the Lord had shown to David his servant, and to Israel, his people. Chapter 9. As soon as Solomon had finished building the house of the Lord in the king's house and all that Solomon desired to build, the Lord appeared to Solomon a second time as he had appeared to him at Gibeon. And the Lord said to him, I've heard your prayer and your plea, which you have made before me. I've consecrated this house, which you have built by putting my name there forever. My eyes and my heart will be with it for all time. And for you, if you walk before me as David, your father, walked with integrity of heart and uprightness, doing according to all the things that I have commanded you and keeping my statutes and my rules, then I will establish your royal throne over Israel forever, as I promised David, your father, saying, you shall not lack a man on the throne of Israel. But if you turn aside them following me, or if you or your children and do not keep my commandments and my statutes that I have set before you but go out and serve other gods and worship them. And I will cut off Israel from the land that I have given them and the house that I have consecrated for my name. I will cast out of my sight. And Israel will become a proverb and a byword among all people. And this house will become a heap of ruins. Everyone passing by it will be astonished and will hiss. And they will say, why has the Lord done this to the land and to this house? 
And they will say, because they abandoned the Lord, their God, who brought their fathers out of the land of Egypt and laid hold to other gods and worshiped them and served them. Therefore, the Lord has brought all this disaster on them. At the end of 20 years in which Solomon had built the two houses, the house of the Lord and the king's house, and Hiram, the king of Tari, had supplied Solomon with cedar and cypress, timber and gold, as much as he desired, King Solomon gave to Hiram 20 cities in the land of Galilee. But when Hiram came to Tari to see the cities which Solomon had given him, they did not please him. Therefore, he said, what kind of cities are these that you've given me, my brother? They're called the land of Kabul to this day. Hiram had sent to the king 120 talents of gold. And this is the account of forced labor that King Solomon drafted to build the house of the Lord in his own house of the Milo and the wall of Jerusalem and Hazar and Megiddo and Gezer. Pharaoh, king of Egypt, had gone up and captured Gezer and burned it with the fire that had killed the Canaanites who lived in the city. They had given it as a dowry to his daughter, Solomon's wife. So Solomon rebuilt Gezer and lower Beth Hanan and Bala and Tamar in the wilderness and the land of Judah. And all the store cities that Solomon had, and the cities for his chariots, and the cities for his horsemen, and whatever Solomon desired to build in Jerusalem, in Lebanon, and in all the land of his dominion. The people who were left of the Ammonites, the Hittites, the Pezzarites, the Hivites, and the Jezebites, who were not of the people of Israel, their descendants who were left after them in the land, whom the people of Israel were unable to devote to destruction. These Solomon drafted to be slaves, and so they are to this day. But of the people of Israel, Solomon made no slaves. They were the soldiers. They were his officials, his commanders, his captains, his chariot commanders, and his horsemen. These were the chief officers who were over Solomon's work. 550 who had charge of the people who carried up, who carried on the work. But Pharaoh's daughter went up from the city of David to her own house that Solomon had built for her. Then he built the Milo. Three times a year, Solomon used to offer up burnt offerings as peace offerings on the altar that he built to the Lord, making offerings with the house of the Lord. So he finished the house. King Solomon built a fleet of ships at Ezan Geber, which is near Eleth at the shore of the Red Sea in the land of Edom. And Hiram sent out the fleet of his servants, seamen who were familiar with the sea, together with the servants of Solomon. And they went to Ophir and brought from their gold. 420 talents, and they brought it to King Solomon. Chapter 10. Now, when the queen of Sheba heard that the fame of Solomon concerning was the name of the Lord, she came to test him with hard questions. She came to Jericho with a very great retune, with camels bearing spices and very much gold and precious stones. And when she came to Solomon, <coughs> she told him all that was on her mind. And Solomon answered all her questions. There was nothing hidden from the king that he could not explain to her. And when the queen of Sheba had seen all of the wisdom of Solomon, the house that he had built, the food on his table, the seating of his officials, and the attendance of his servants, their clothing, the cup pairs, and his burnt offerings that he offered to the house of the Lord, there was no more breath in her. And she said to the king, the report was true that I heard my own land of your words and your wisdom, but I had not believed the reports until I came and my own eyes had seen it. And behold, the half was not told to me. Your wisdom and prosperity surpasses the report that I heard. Happy are all your men. Happy are your servants who continually stand before you and hear your wisdom. Blessed be the Lord, your God, who has delighted in you and set you on you, the throne of Israel. 
because the Lord loved Israel forever, he has made you king, that you may execute justice and righteousness. Then she gave the king 120 talents of gold and a very great quantity of spices and precious stones. Never again came such an abundance of spices that these queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. Moreover, the fleet of Hiram, which brought the gold from Ophir, brought from Ophir was a great amount of wood and precious stones. And the king made the among wood supports for the house of the Lord of the king's house, and also lyres and harps for the singers. No such among wood has ever come or been seen to this day. And King Solomon gave to the queen of Sheba all that she desired, whatever she asked besides that was she given to her by the bounty of King Solomon. So she turned and went back to her own land with her servants. Now with the weight of gold that came to Solomon in one year was 666 talents of gold, besides that which came from the explorers, from the businesses and the merchants, and from all the kings of the West, the governors of the land, King Solomon made 200 large shields of beaten gold. 600 shekels of gold went into each shield, and he made 300 shields of beaten gold. Three minas of gold went into each shield, and the king put them into the house of the forest of Lebanon. The king also made a great ivory throne and overlaid it with finest gold. The throne had six steps, and the throne had a rounded top, and on each of the seat were armrests and two lines standing besides the armrest. While twelve lines stood there, one on each end of the step and six steps. The like of it was never made in any kingdom. All of King Solomon's drinking vessels were of gold, and the vessels of the house of the forest of Lebanon were on pure gold. None were of silver. Silver, would, silver was not considered anything in the days of Solomon. For the king had a fleet of sheep, ships in Tarnish at sea in the fleet of Hiram. Once every three years, at the fleet of the ships of the Tarnish used to come bringing gold, silver, ivory, apes, and peacocks. Thus Solomon excelled all of the kings of the earth in riches and of wisdom. The whole earth sought the presence of Solomon to hear his wisdom, which God had put into his mind. Every one of them brought his present articles of silver and gold, garments, myrrh, spices, horses, and mules, so much year by year. Solomon gathered together the chariots and the horsemen, he had 1,400 chariots and 12,000 horsemen, whom he stationed in the chariot cities with the king of Jerusalem. The king made silver as common in Jerusalem as stone, and he made cedar as plentiful as the sycamore and the shepla. And Solomon's input of horses were from Egypt and Kew, and the king's traders received them from Kew at a price. Chariot would be imported from Egypt for 600 shekels of silver and a horse for 150. So through the king's trades, they were exported to the kings of the Hittites and the kings of Syria. That concludes our reading for the day. Thanks for taking a little bit of your day to listen to the word. We hope today's message really spoke to you. Remember, you can find more resources, connect with us, or sign up to get weekly readings on our website, studyhisword.com. Until next time, God bless you and may his light shine upon you.